Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson. This week we are playing an episode from a couple of years ago where we were joined by David and Leslie Nunnery who run the Teach Them Diligently Homeschooling Conferences. We had a great conversation with them about the importance of the homeschool community and how encouraging homeschooling conventions can be. We want to thank Teaching Textbooks for supporting the Smiling Homeschooler, an amazing math curriculum, and we believe they help more homeschoolers smile. So go check out a free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. Lastly, we want to say thank you to Homeschooling Today magazine for their support. They are a wonderful source of regular homeschooling encouragement. And if you aren't already, you should go subscribe to their magazine over at homeschoolingtoday.com. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Okay, well, hi, everybody, and thanks for joining us this evening. Um, if you're watching this Facebook Live, you can see my hair is kind of tufted up uh, because uh, we just came in from being outside. We've got about, I don't know, five or six inches of snow and... Uh, I was dragging my my kids around the driveway. Uh, we kind of have a circular driveway behind the car. Uh, you know, we, oh, we have man. some sleds and we've done it <laughs> the last couple of years. But so we don't have any hills in northern Indiana, but we do, you know, almost kill our it's kids. probably better than the process. <laughs> don't have to <laughs> climb back up. Hey, to do that. All the fun stuff. It's OK yeah. as long as they don't roll. That's true. That's true. Well, this is a big day for Ben and his family because they just got back from uh, a... I'll let you tell us, Ben. What were you doing? To my mother-in-law, accordingly, this is the second best holiday of the year, which is Groundhog's Day. Uh, so oh. we had uh, Groundhog's Day dinner, which involved... Uh, actually, this year, we didn't do anything like main meal. Sometimes we've made like you know, groundhog, which would be pork, uh, you know, or you, uh, you can have, uh, other types of theme. We had, uh, brownies that had little groundhogs in them. So it's pretty, pretty intense. We watched the groundhog day movie, which I have not watched completely through ever, but I've seen lots of bits and parts of it. But, uh, so it's fun. We do it every year now. And, and Ike, actually one of my brothers, he went and went, actually went to Puxatami a few years ago and about died from the cold. It was like 12 degrees. <laughs> we were degrees. talking the other night. He said it was the most miserable life night of his existence. Oh, my uh, word. Which this was year was so cold. pretty miserable. A bummer because, I mean, that town, that's basically their whole existence is built around that. And this mm. year they didn't have anyone there. So I don't, they probably lost, you know, 99% of their income for the year. So. Sadness. Yeah. So the little stuff. groundhog came out with a little mask on and they took its temperature <laughs> they before they to touched go it. Go back, go back. <laughs> so. Well, hey, we've got a special guest. Uh, ben already mentioned we have David and Leslie Nunnery um, with Teach Them Diligently. They started, I don't know how many years ago. We'll ask them in a little bit. Um, but uh, David and Leslie, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having us here. It's good to be here. Okay. Well, let's just start. Let's just get right into it. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, just so we know all the players. All right. Uh, well, uh, David and Leslie Nunnery, uh, we have four kids, uh, Camden, Peyton, uh, Lucy Gray, and Lila. And I'll let you handle the ages. <laughs> so if hey, I wait. asked you, if I asked you, David, to name their birth dates and the years they were born, could you do it? I'm scared to even answer that question right there. That you're already scared me, so I should tell you all you need to know. I had I had to I was filling out something with some birthdays, and I have a cheat sheet. I mean, like I couldn't even tell you the month of some of their birthdays. It's pathetic. It's pathetic. I'm doing so, math constantly in situations like that. Okay, yeah. well that's good. Okay, Leslie. So tell us how old they are. Uh, they range from 21 to 14. So we've got two boys that are 21 and 19, and then my girls are 17 and 14. So um, got 
two in college, one's a senior that's doing dual credits primarily, and then an eighth grader. So all right, that's well, our family. Since you're uh, since you started to teach them diligently, um, and people probably know you're heavily involved in the homeschool world, how'd you get into homeschooling? <laughs> well, actually, um, the the short story there is we realized that our time with our children was really, really short and God just impressed it on our heart that we needed to, to really take advantage of all of those moments for specifically for discipleship as, as well as their education. Um, but I would say that discipleship was truly the, the biggest leader in the way that God was kind of dealing with us there. Most definitely. I mean, when we, when we moved to Greenville, we were excited about moving to Greenville. Matter of fact, we we requested to move to Greenville because we were excited to send our kids to a particular Christian private school here in the market. And we sent our kids there, and there's nothing wrong with the private that private school at all. But after Camden was in third grade, we started thinking, man, I mean, the Lord just really started working on us, and it was all about discipleship. Yeah, uh, we didn't have a bad teacher. We didn't get angry about grades. We weren't upset about you know, any of the Nothing. bullies or no. anything like that. It was purely just, we, uh, what, what really happened was one Sunday school, uh, the Sunday school teacher said, uh, and I don't remember anything else that he said. I just remember this one little <laughs> element. So um, you, you uh, teach what you know, but you reproduce what you are. Mm. Who you are. You reproduce who you are. who you are. Yeah. And when he said that, that really struck me. And the way that translated to me was if I am reproducing who I am, I need to spend more time with my kids. I don't need to spend less time with them. And so that developed into, man, we need a homeschool because they're spending all this time at school and they're actually spending more time at school than they are really with us at home. And we just wanted to invest in them. And so that became the main thrust of the reason why we homeschool. Yeah. So, I mean, we know you obviously through the homeschooling conventions. Can you kind of tell everyone kind of how that came about and what even got you into that that path? Because that's obviously a, a large undertaking. So it um, really that that developed the same way we kind of landed into homeschooling, because one of the things that we started noticing in the homeschool world is that people were talking about homeschooling in the same terms and the same phrases that they talk about the gospel. So they were talking about converting people to homeschooling. And uh, it really started bothering us because homeschooling was kind of becoming this end all be all for some people. And we felt like that there was a real need in the community to have a event that really celebrated discipleship as the reason why you homeschool. and. There's people that come to homeschooling for all kinds of reasons, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's people that say, hey, I'm mad about the COVID right now and the mask, and I want to start homeschooling. There's nothing wrong with that. But at some point, we felt like that you had to realize that you were homeschooling your kids because it was about discipleship. If you're really, as a believer, if you're going to stick with this, you need to be rooted in discipleship. And um, so we wanted to have an event that celebrated that. And just really equipped families to do it because um, 
you know, as part of that, you teach what you know, but you reproduce who you are. We wanted to make sure that that who you are element is who you would want to reproduce. So we wanted to bring resources and speakers to really speak to the heart of parents, um, to help them grow in their, in their Christian life, in, you know, kind of all areas, their marriage. We have a lot of content about marriage and um, just all of these different things so that we could really homeschooling impacts every area of your life. And so we wanted to make sure that, you know, as we were, we felt like there was just a real need to, to breathe life into every area of, of people's lives. Um, but, but it was at the end of our first year of homeschooling that God called us to do this, which is so ridiculous because we knew nothing about anything. We had used a box curriculum that was produced by the school that my kids had been to. Um, and that's all, that's the whole player field that mm. we knew. Um, and so we had this brilliant idea to do this homeschool thing, uh, this homeschool convention thing. And um, God just brought it together. I remember the first exhibitor that came in, um, David and I were like high-fiving yeah. in the in the kitchen because, well, somebody's actually coming. The first, somebody registered for that in like July it was, of the year it before. Was, we're it, like, who does that? I remember who it is. Was, oh, the first exhibitor? Yeah, yeah, it was Jim Hodges' audiobook. Jim oh, Hodges' audiobooks. Awesome. First, first guy that signed on. Um, but so yeah. Jim Hodges is listening to this. We high five first. You. We totally high five. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Just was reading but, one of his but yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, it so, really, really was. So uh, you know, another kind of layer on that is that we could have said, "Hey, we're going to write a book." Uh, we're going to put together a uh, an internet, you know, course. But there's really no better way we felt to impact people than to actually reach out and touch them, to actually be there face to face with them. Bring and so that together. was the reason why we felt like an, a, an event was so important for this. Well, hey, before, you know, because there are, there are probably people listening who, you know, maybe have never been to a convention. It always blows me away. Um, I mean, I've met I've met homeschoolers. I can remember one in Idaho um, talking to this lady and uh she was at a con she was at a convention and she said something like oh these are pretty cool she was across <laughs> the way from me and i'm like yeah and i said do, do you do you know any homeschoolers and she goes oh i've homeschooled our whole life yep. she yeah. goes i never knew these were here yep. and yep. that just blows me away so why don't you describe what someone might see when they come to a teach them diligently convention because you know if i were a non i mean homeschool conventions are my life um yeah. if somebody said oh do you want to go to a homeschool convention in my head i would think like oh you mean it's like church for a whole weekend you know it's like whoa i you know <laughs> i bet you there are more exciting things to do so why don't you just paint a picture of what a homeschool convention looks like as you pull up to one of your events yeah it's a minivans minivans <laughs> and suvs everywhere as you pull up to one of our events um but be, once you get past the parking lot and it looks just like your driveway um then you're gonna see really a whole lot a whole whole lot of people that look like you and the cool thing about that is you recognize you get this like breath of fresh air from the very beginning because you're not swimming upstream anymore all of a sudden you're totally going with the flow with all of these yeah. people um and there there is something so encouraging in just that first moment that you step in and you realize that you're not alone yeah i mean um, i think we've all had that experience you're a homeschooler even at family reunions 
you know, it, you're kind of the minority. And people say, you know, they find out you're homeschooling, and they're like, oh, yeah, you're homeschooling. You're poor kids. And yeah. you know kind of what I mean is, is that you're, you have a connection with that person, but there's always, it's like they don't really get you right. why you're doing this. And um, all of a sudden, you're in a room, and you're the majority, and everybody that's around you is just like you, and you all get each other. Yeah. And that's a big difference um that is what makes conventions homeschool conventions really unique Hmm. um and then on top of that i mean the the energy and it's fun i mean it's just fun to be a giant family reunion with people you didn't even know before i mean honestly the the friendships that are formed just sitting waiting for a session to start because you start off with so much in common you um you know you do you speak the same language you have the same struggles um how old are your kids all of these things that that just tie you together from the very beginning um, and then you, you, uh, we've seen so many, so many times where people will meet and they'll actually end up kind of working through the whole conference together, stay in touch, really, truly make new friends. Um, but then you also see groups, pods of, of people out in the hall, laughing, talking, sometimes praying together. Just, um, it really, it's, it's hard to quantify, um, the relational aspect of that. And we haven't even gotten into the programming yet. Um, but just the relational aspect of being surrounded by your people, so many of your people, um, is, is truly priceless. I had a lady stop me at one of our events, uh, I guess it was two years ago now, um, who just, who, she was just weeping and she said, I didn't even know I was thirsty for this, mm. but I was so thirsty for this. Mm. Um, and she just, she had no idea that that's exactly what her heart needed. And yet being there, it's like, just as soon as you get there, you recognize this is what my heart has been wanting. And you have the content and you have all these speakers and they're giving you all these nuggets that you can take with you. And what does that look like, David? I mean, like, again, I'm just thinking someone who doesn't know what you're picturing in your head, Mm -hmm. all these speakers, where are they? You know, what, what, how's it divide, you know, uh, how's that work? Well, we're working on the speaking schedule right now for Nashville. So right now, if the visual is a big grid that is along our wall that with post-it notes on it, and Leslie's working on this, and she is moving post-it notes from one place to the next, and there is like 14 sessions over like 18 hours. And I mean, it is like a big, huge puzzle. And we so the the, uh, the attendee gets to choose yes. what they'd like to or not go to. Right. And they don't all ha- they're not just going from session to session to session, even though they could choose to do that. There are right. some other things they could do instead of going to sessions. And that might be. Right. Well, ab- absolutely. There are. I'm leading are, you in this. I know. I know. I, Super I know subtly, though, for sure. I know how it works. <laughs> so, yes, as an attendee, you will have your choice of sessions every hour. But in addition to that, and those sessions cover everything from, you know, the nuts and bolts of homeschooling to organization to family management to marriage to parenting, discipleship. His, I mean, everything that you can imagine is going to be covered. And, and Todd um, Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll make you laugh. He'll make you smile. Um, and then if, 
as you look at that schedule, you pick out the ones you want to go to, you change directions just before because the Lord kind of impressed you somewhere else. Um, but in Lovely. addition to all of that, you also can go to the exhibit hall, which is full of resources, curriculum, fun stuff for your kids, fun stuff for, you know, you and, and dad as well. Um, so the exhibit hall is open uh, there at our events. Anyway, we really wanted to make there be something for every member of the family. So we have a men's breakfast on Saturday morning because there's nothing like bringing a bunch of men together for yeah. a time of encouragement Absolutely. and prayer and bacon. Um, so I hear, <laughs> I'm not invited to true. that particular event. Bacon um, makes everything better. That's what I'll I'm saying, you. that's what I'm told. Um, yeah. But you gotta have bacon if you're gonna do that. <laughs> exactly. I, I cannot stress that get, enough. Get we actually made that mistake once and it was like, what? There's no bacon here? <laughs> <laughs> so we have a men's breakfast there's a mom's night on friday night because um sometimes you know it's just such a joy and a respite to spend a couple of hours just at a at a girl's night out and so you know we'll we'll laugh and we'll sing and we'll worship together and we just have a great time together there's a children's program going on if your children want to participate in that it's like a a, almost a VBS on steroids for two days. So your kids get lots of great lessons, but have incredible amounts of fun and meet great friends. Um, a lot of whom get back together every single year. So it's like, again, that family reunion right. thread just really runs through the, the children's program as well. And then we have a teen program too. So there's literally something for every member of the family that you can pick and choose what you want to take advantage of. Some people um, get, you know, they, they look at the session schedule, they get overwhelmed really easily. So, um, you know, it's, it, that's a good time to just kind of sit back and, and look at them just one at a time, not the whole, whole yeah. big thing at once. We, um, we get that question all the time. Is that, so I just choose one session per hour. I was like, yes, you do. Unless you have Calvin and Hobbes. There is, yeah, there is physical yeah. limitations that are happening. <laughs> yes. uh, well, that's when we first started the event, I honestly had a hard time knowing how to answer that because yeah. I'm like, should I should I say what's actually in my head now or should I? <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. But the I hope that, I was sweeter than, than what yeah. he just said. <laughs> but, but the spirit of that question is we really like, which yeah. is there's so much yeah. here. Right. There's yeah. more than you could ever, so there are exactly. recordings. Yes. Um, so, you know, you can always get the recordings and, you know, this year we're live streaming a lot of it. So you'll be able to to not, you, you can duplicate yourself in that way, so. So I actually had a, I thought it was a good uh, comment from Larry uh, Richards. She said, teach them diligently is a shot in my arm every year. It seems like, uh, it seems by spring semester, I have lost my focus and get fogged, but the speakers of the conference helped me refocus and self-correct the aim of our time with our children, school-wise mm -hmm. and every aspect of our family life. Um, all aspects of the weekend are such a boost to me and my husband. Thank you guys for such an amazing experience uh, every year. But this year was last year was weird, obviously. Uh, you know, 2020, as obviously everyone knows, things didn't happen the normal way. So have you yep. felt like this last year, have you seen a big thirst for the conventions that is now missing? And just kind of, since you guys are on that organization side, what did that look like and what have you seen because of this last year? Well, I think most definitely, you know, there was there was always this kind of in the background before COVID, there was always this in the background discussion of what's going to happen to live events. Is the Internet going to wipe them out? And is, you know, they're going to be these virtual events. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't think people are talking that way anymore, because what they realized is, is that even though the virtual events are nice, they're a poor replacement for the real thing. 
really getting together, really being yeah. physically and I, with one another. That's right. And I we do virtual events. We're going to continue to do virtual events, but there's no replacing right. the real thing. And I think people really understand that now. And they're excited about these events. I mean, the the when we sent out the first email letting people know that we were really going to have events this year, and we and we literally sent the email out, and then we started getting emails back saying, "Are you really going to yeah. do events?" <laughs> yes, we're going to do events, and uh, people are, are just so excited about it. Um, and so the outpouring of of just interest and excitement is amazing yeah. and we're really excited about it ourselves because now we get to do what we've been wanting to do and we you know last year i think the only event in the homeschool world was national <laughs> yeah and then everything just shut down right after that yeah and um which i'm very thankful for that we were able to get nashville in but we had seven events planned last year and had to cancel six of them yep. mm. yeah. and um you know that's hard oh for and sure no fun so we're really excited. We to don't want to this. repeat that again because David yeah. and I don't want to cry. Anymore. Exactly. That's right. That's exactly. right. Exactly. And you know, I think I think people are really, really excited. But I also right. think that there is a reasonable um, standoffishness. Let's wait and make sure that everything is going to we'll actually be possible. So we are going to have events. Just stand back, everybody. It's going to happen. Um, but but you know, I think that that's going to really we're going to, we're really ramping up our communication, making sure that people know what's coming, what they can expect, what it's going to look like, how we're trying to improvise around some of the craziness and stuff. So um, it's actually the COVID is allowing us to reimagine some things and do some things differently that I think if you've been to you know Nashville and all these other ones multiple times, I think it's going to be kind of fun with the, the way we get to do things a little bit differently this year. So, yeah. um, you know, our brand new reimagined, covid era events this year it's fabulous you sound just a little too perky for me leslie uh <laughs> you Let's haven't been here a... recently you haven't been at all uh, basically this is that barnum says that and uh, i think we're yeah. <laughs> right uh, then yeah. having a commercial yeah um, but real quick, we should do a quick yeah. ad. Just thank, thank teaching textbooks. Uh, they're one of the parts of homeschooling that has made our family smile more. Um, you know, and, it, and maybe not every kid work, it works for them, but a lot of them it does. And it's super fun. It's engaging. Um, I liked it because I had to interact during the lectures. So it wasn't just like you watch it or you read it and then you have to do it. You actually had to interact while they're teaching it uh, and doing problems and solving the question, you know, points in here uh, during the lecture. And it's just, it's just a really good way to learn. So uh, it's, it's also nice because it's pretty independent. So especially if you have older kids, um, they can, you know, they can do it on their own and the younger ones can too. And you can do it from essentially any device. Uh, so you can go check out a free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com, but we really appreciate their support. We also want to thank uh, Homeschooling Today. Um, you can find them at homeschoolingtoday.com. Um, uh, even at their website, it says, join the growing movement of parents who are setting aside comparisons, taking control of their children's education, choosing courage over fear, letting God lead and homeschooling boldly. Homeschooling Today is a quarterly magazine created by real people with a passion for honesty and encouragement. You won't find articles telling you everything you're not doing. Instead, you'll find homeschooling parents who are walking where you have walked or walking where you currently walk on a path and want to help you succeed. 
as they say, uh, uh, Homeschooling Today is a magazine that uh, makes you feel good, not guilty. Mm-hmm. And I love that. So we want to thank them. I want to encourage you to check out homeschoolingtoday.com. Well, hey, one of the things you did not mention, David and Leslie, is that you know, you've know you chosen some great locations uh, for your events. I mean, because it's not just a you know, going to the big box store, pick up your stuff, listen to a few speakers. This can be a whole weekend of encouragement. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. Oh, I get to do that part. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we'll start, we'll start our season in Nashville this year. We're at the Opryland Hotel. So it's, it is like this big, grand, glorious home that we all get to share for the weekend. Um, so we'll be there Tuesday, I'm sorry, Thursday through Saturday, March 18th through 20th. The very next weekend, because we like crazy turnarounds, um, we'll be in Rogers, Arkansas at the Embassy Suites and John Q. Hammond Convention Center. That's uh, March 25th through 27th. Then in April, we're heading to Round Rock, Texas. They have just opened a Kalahari um, resort there. So water park, super fun. Um, And we'll be at the Kalahari in Round Rock April 22nd through 24th. And then we'll finish up our season in Mobile, Alabama at the Mobile Convention Center, May 6th through 8th. So um, all of those are Thursday through Saturday. We end about six o'clock on Saturday because a lot of people teach Sunday school and need to get back. So uh, we try to be real sensitive to that. But uh, it's just a it's a great way to spend a weekend. So we strategically strategically have thought about these locations. Uh, uh, They're great family places. Yeah. Great places to go. And I was going to say, if you don't take your family and you just go as a husband and wife, you you can not even teach Sunday school that Sunday and stay an extra night. (laughs) And that is a really awesome way. Those couples retreats are it's an amazing way to experience it because you're you're off duty as being mom and dad for the weekend Mm -hmm. and you're just husband and wife and and really studying together and then having chance to talk about it and just remember how you got there in the first place you can just really really spend some great time mm-hmm. together so and, and for wives uh ladies if you want your husbands to go what you do that's a great way to entice them and say hey yep. we're not just going to go to listen to some people we're going to have some time together and I, I there's not a guy out there who won't go with you so <laughs> you don't want any guy you want your husband but uh, that's right. well that's it thank you for clarifying <laughs> And I'll tell you, this this actually is a trend that we've noticed over the last like two or three years, uh, is maybe four years, is that we used to, I mean, we do promote it as a family event. So we're like, hey, husband, wife, and you know, all the kids, let's pile into the minivan and let's go down to teach them diligently. And what we've noticed is, is that that's kind of morphed into, especially in Nashville. Yeah. I mean, it's Gaylord Opryland. Yeah. <laughs> it turned into husband and wife and we're seeing that a lot more yep. is it it's hus- exciting you know, husband and wife are coming on their own and that's awesome we love that yeah so, strengthen those marriages oh for sure and uh the is incredible so i i yep. definitely <laughs> want to get back down there but what would you say why do you think it is that some homeschoolers don't take advantage of homeschooling conventions what do you think those that reasoning behind that is and what would you say to them I- I, I have no idea why anybody <laughs> would not come to a teach them diligently event. I think that a lot of times for, especially for us moms, it's hard to 
to justify investing in what, what we would think is investing in ourselves. We don't see, I think people don't see how impactful this time is to prepare you to be the mom and dad you want your children to have, to, to really feel like you are ready to do what God has called you to do, to feel more prepared, more well-equipped, um, to get the tools of the trade. Um, you know, it, in every other profession, continuing education is kind of expected but as a homeschool parent, actually as a parent in general, most people don't look at it as I should invest in doing this better. And yet there is no job on the planet that is more important to invest in doing better than a mom, a homeschool mom, a dad, a homeschool dad. There is no job that's more important than that. So, um, but I really do think that a lot of times yeah, if they know about it, because some people don't even, it's not even on their radar. So, right. but if they know about it, a lot of people just have a hard time justifying the expense to come um, because they haven't actually stepped back to, to think about how really important it is. So when they finally do come, they're overwhelmed and they're astonished by how thirsty and hungry for it they really were when right. they didn't even know that they were. Yeah. I heard one of the comment or one of our listeners said, I often hear people say they don't go because they don't need any curriculum. And you've already addressed this, I think, earlier in this was is the community and the and just the encouragement and the uplifting. You know, I was reading something the other day and it was talking about how like our minds socially, it's really hard for us to go against the grain or go against the flow. That's why people, and especially we've seen this in this last year, really tend to just go with what everyone else is doing, even if it's not necessarily what they believe and I think that you know a lot of homeschoolers are feeling that kind of going against the grain a little bit so when you do get to be with a bunch of other people who are doing the exact same thing of you I think it is so good for your soul slash brain slash your being you know of being able to not feel that that kind of uh, at odds with the rest of the world. And mm. uh, that has nothing to do with curriculum. It's just with the community, right. which is so cool. And you were missing There's out There's a on. release there that's just incredible, yeah. really. Mm. Just that that exhale that you're able to do because you're not fighting anymore. Yep. You're not swimming upstream. You're actually with exactly. your people. It's a great thing. I, and I, I spent, and it, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Todd. No, go ahead, David. So I I, uh, I actually spent a good bit of money on like courses for business and and books and all those kind of things. And then you have the theology books that I read. Um, and I mean, I spent a good bit of money. I probably two, three thousand dollars a year just on those kind of things. And the way I justify it before I buy something like that is I think if I just get a nugget out of this, what is that going to be worth to me? And I mean, that's really setting the bar really low is that if I just get this one little nugget off of this, what is that going to be worth to me? And I would really encourage other families to do that. If I just get this one little nugget out of this, if I am able to organize my homeschool better, if I'm able to learn how to love my wife better, if I'm able to uh, learn how to interact with my teenager better, if I'm able to understand a better way to really in a new approach in terms of discipling my kids or a new curriculum in discipling my kids or in studying the Bible, what is that going to be worth to me? And I think that, you know, that that's your answer right there is that if I can just get that one little nugget, this is going to be worth it. Mm. And I don't think people really put it in those terms. 
I wouldn't put it in those terms. I'd put it in that they're, it's really fun. It's well, really it fun to go. It's, it's so much fun. I mean, I haven't spent $2,000 on books, except the ones I sell. <laughs> so for all the men out there, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's just a it lot is. of fun. Um, and you, it's just so encouraging and so encouraging. Um, well, you know, we're just about out of time. Um, you know, teaching dil diligently is more than just a few events. It's a whole community. Mm -hmm. um, if they wanted to get a hold of you, because you mentioned where they're going to be, but they might that might have gone real fast. Where can they l yep. learn more about a Teach Them Diligently convention? Yeah, just visit us at teachthemdiligently.net. Um, or we actually have a new app that has um, really all the information you could want. It's got discussion groups. It's got access to, uh, you know, uh, we have a Teach Them Diligently 365 membership community that um, has access to over 2,000 audio and video resources, plus a very vibrant community of homeschool families that really mm. interact all year long through discussion groups and, and, and teachings and get togethers and stuff like that. Um, so check out teachthemdiligently.net and, you know, the teach them diligently apps available in the Google play store, as well as the app store. So, uh, and then we're on all social media accounts or all social media platforms, teach them diligently or at teach diligently on Instagram. If, if you put teach them diligently into Google or DuckDuckGo. Uh, you are, you're going to find us guaranteed. So I just did. Okay. Just I'm old. It. What's duck, duck, go. Don't duck, go. It's kind of, it's a new, um, safe search, safe search. There you okay. Go. There you go. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, I Google. learned some. I got a nugget. There you go. Exactly. And it was worth this whole half hour. There you go. So <laughs> I now know what duck, duck, go is. <laughs> well, hey, thank you for joining us. And I'll tell you, I'm, I, I am going to be at a few of the teachers diligently. I'm going to be there no matter what, because we're going to get, we're going to, we're going back we're gonna to have these we're events. This. We are, we're, we're going to breathe on each other once again. And it's going to be, good. <laughs> I'll tell you, I, I mean, honestly, you know, maybe, maybe if you're at all concerned about any of this, um, I spoke at an event um, at the end of last year. It was an Amish event. Amish don't care about COVID. And so we were all together. It was a couple hundred people. It felt so healthy and so encouraging. I had forgotten how good it felt just to be around a bunch of people. And so, you know, you're going to be safe. And they're going to take some um, special precautions because they have to. Um, but it's going to be a good time, and it is worth your time together. So, David and Leslie, um, we're just uh, looking forward to being with you. And thanks for doing what you do. And I hope everybody is looking forward to a convention season no matter where you live. So, thanks for being on the show, David and Leslie. Thank you so thanks, much for Doc. having us. Appreciate it. Thank you for joining us this week. We'll be back next week for another episode. And don't forget to check out our website for more homeschooling encouragement. We also want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for making the Smiling Homeschooler possible. Have a great week. And as always, keep smiling.